Initiative, a $100 million effort backed by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg and physicist Stephen Hawking is trying to find signs of alien intelligence, and it's teaming up with NASA in the search for alien life. We have to talk about that. Also, a catastrophic solar storm capable of wiping out almost all technology on Earth is inevitable. A new report has just uh, came out to claim this. We have to talk, talk about all of this and more on today's Peck Report. Hey everybody! Hope you are doing. Uh, hope you are doing well. So yes, SETI and NASA has now partnered up to find alien life because, of course, they have. Uh, they can't find intelligent life in their own places of business, so they're going to look to the stars. Uh, so let's talk about this. This comes from uh, Newsmax. It says, um, uh, well, here's a picture here. A, a sign at West Virginia's National Radio Astronomy Observatory in uh, Greenbank says U.S. government private property um, authorized vehicles only. See, so you can see the satellite there. But uh, the Breakthrough Listen SETI initiative, it is, this is a $100 million effort that is being backed by uh, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg uh, and, of, of course, Stephen Hawking, who's passed away. Uh, but in order to find signs of alien intelligence, it's now teaming up with NASA in the search for alien life because this disclosure movement is going to keep going. It's going to keep ramping up uh, until the, the revealing, the day of the revealing, whatever that may mean. Now, scientists working on the space agency's uh, Transitioning Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS, mission will collaborate with SETI in this effort. Uh, so those of you who watch Peck Report, you'll probably already be familiar with uh, TESS, or if you watch Into the Multiverse, uh, another show that I host. But TESS was launched in April of 2018 with the aim of searching for planets outside the solar system. The spacecraft does its work by using the transit method, which looks for slight dips in star brightness caused when an orbiting planet crosses the star's face from TESS's perspective. Uh, now SETI, in short... Uh, which is short for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. It's the largest player in the hunt for advanced life beyond our solar system. So the collaboration is going to add over 1,000 objects of interest identified by TESS to Breakthrough Listen's target list, and SETI will scan promising worlds with a range of instruments, including the Green Bank and Parks, uh, radio telescopes in West Virginia and Australia, respectively, the Meerkat radio array in South Africa, and the automated Planet Finder optical telescope in California. Uh, Test Deputy Science Director and MIT Professor Sarah Seeger, Seeger said in a release, quote, we are very enthusiastic about joining the breakthrough Listen SETI search. Out of all of the exoplanet endeavors, only SETI holds the promise for identifying signs of intelligent life. Only SETI holds the promise. Um, 
so they they have the hope we put we put our hope in SETI we put our hope in NASA and maybe we'll we'll find something uh, more intelligent than us maybe maybe they will be able to find something that gives us the meaning of life the meaning of our own individual lives what it means to be in this universe we don't need to look to religion for that we don't need to look to pastors I mean that's the, that's the message here really I mean that that's really the message that's that's what they're really telling the rest of us is you you don't have to you don't have to look uh, anywhere else look look to the government to solve all your problems i mean that that's just leftist propaganda of course uh and we see we see this in in all realms of life and we're going to keep seeing it but that's uh in, in me in me and derek's book uh the day the earth stands still during research for that book that was something that I, I noticed what was pretty prominent. This, this whole disclosure movement was rooted in leftist ideology, meaning put your hope in the government. Don't put any hope in yourself. You can't take care of yourself. The government will take care of you. Uh, don't put ho- hopes in, in you know, churches or religion or anything like that that you can uh, take part in yourself, that you, you, can, you can persevere through your own life. Give us money. We'll take care of it. And, and it says it just right there in those words that SETI is is the only hope, the o- the only hope of of finding intelligent life in the universe. And of course, this goes back to the the main question: uh, Can Christians be Christians and still believe in life on other planets? I think yeah, absolutely. I think there's probably something out there. Now, I don't believe whatever is out there. I don't believe that's what's visiting us. I don't believe that that's what the UFOs are all about. I don't believe that's what the alien abductions are all about. There are too many points of correlation between alien abduction scenarios and satanic ritual abuse. We document all of that in The Day the Earth Stands Still, if you want to look more into that. There's too many points of correlation. It's it's either it's either it's demonic or it is aliens, and the aliens are demonic. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just, there's no way around it. Uh, so I believe that the the general question of could life exist out there in the universe, I think that that is separated. That that's that's divorced from the question of what are UFOs, what's going on with alien abductions uh, in our world today. Now, I believe we are being invaded by spiritual agents, by extra-dimensional agents, really. Uh, you know, when we, when we use the word spiritual, we, we tend to think of ghosts and things. Uh, that's, that's, not exactly, that's not exactly what we're talking about. You know, these, these, these creatures, uh, these otherworldly beings, these extra-dimensional beings, they're not just made of mist. They're not just like, like smoke or, or like, a, like a, a wispy entity. That, that's not what we're dealing with. These are actually more solid than we are, than we as human beings. They're, they're, they're more solid. They exist in more dimensions than just three. How do we know that? Uh, by eyewitness report. Well, we, we don't know, okay? I, I'll, I'll put that out. We don't know for sure. We can't prove it. But there's some good evidence to suggest that that's the case. So, for example, one of the main things that's reported in uh, alien abduction scenarios is so somebody will be laying in bed. They they wake up. They can't move. They see these alien creatures. Uh, usually, it's the the short gray bald ones with the big black eyes. They'll see them enter in, into the room and they'll feel themselves lift off the bed, and then these creatures will kind of guide them to a corner of the room, and then they'll pass through the wall or through a closed window, and, and then and then float out to the spaceship. Now, some might say. Well, they probably have technology to be able to do that. Okay, that might be the case, but still, isn't a door infinitely easier to use? 
Isn't opening the window infinitely easier to do? Why, 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 why develop and utilize that type of technology even if you have it? Like if I, if I had that technology for myself, I'd still just use the door. It, it's just easier, right? But so what would be easier? What's easier than a door? If, if they're extra dimensional in nature, the, the wall, it, it kind of isn't there. I mean, it's there, but it's, it's not there in all the dimensions they can inhabit. So they can, in a sense, lift a person over the wall. I mean, over isn't the right word because it's not an up motion. Um, The best way to think about this is imagine a two-dimensional universe. doesn't even have to be very big. It can just be on your tabletop. Now, let's say say you have a two-dimensional being. for, For that being, there's no up or down. So this is the flatland analogy. There's no up or down for that being. Um, you can draw a, a circle around him and essentially he's trapped. He can't get out cause he can't climb over the circle. You know, I mean, e- even, even when you draw a circle, that's still, uh, you're still adding thickness there. Uh, or, or you can take, you know, you can take a, a, a cup, you can take a cup and, and put it over him or something. Um, let's say you draw a circle around him. He can't get out now. He's trapped. But you, as an extra-dimensional being, you can just guide him out. You, you, can, you can just lift him slightly over the wall of graphite that you've created in this prison. You, you can lift him slightly over that uh, through the, the third dimension and put him back down in, in his two-dimensional universe. Now, to everybody else that was viewing this, it would look like he's going through the wall. But even if there's a door available, you wouldn't use it because it's just infinitely easier to just push him through the third dimension. And, you know, no, no, no technology required to do that. Uh, it, it's, it's the path of least resistance to do that. So I think that's evidence to suggest that these beings are extra dimensional in nature. There, we, we actually put a lot of uh, uh, evidence like that and, and other areas in our book, The Day the Earth Stands Still. Uh, but these are extra-dimensional entities that we're dealing with. That's that's what UFOs are. That's what the alien abduction thing is all about. Uh, essentially, they're they're satanic. They're demonic. They're they're rebellious. They're fallen watchers, fallen angels. Possibly some of them are demons. I do believe these are all different classes of being, different species. You could think of them like that. Um, but that that's what's going on with these scenarios. You, you could even take a lot of the UFO uh, uh, sightings. Uh, there are people that will claim they've seen a UFO, they've seen an object, a metallic object, a solid object in the sky, and it seems to get larger and then break off into other pieces, and then they come back together and it gets smaller, and then it just disappears. Could an alien race develop technology to do that? Possibly, but why? I mean, why, why develop that type of technology? That could, like, What's the purpose behind doing that? Just to freak us out, would we would we develop technology to to freak out monkeys in the jungle or something, uh, or 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 you know anybody else? No, of course not. It would have to it would have to serve a purpose. But instead, if they're extra dimensional objects, then exactly that phenomena is what we would expect to see. That's exactly what it would look like. Again, use the flatland analogy. If 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 I had my hand like this and I decided to stick it into flatland. 
what would a Flatlander here see? They would first see the tip of my middle finger. But remember, to them, it's two-dimensional. They're only seeing a cross-section at a time. But they would, they would see that. It, it would be a point right in front of their line of vision, their literal line of vision. It would be a point that would expand into, into a circle. And, and then two more would appear as my, uh, as my pointer finger and my ring finger enter in. And then, and then a third, or a, a fourth, excuse me, as my pinky entered in, and then a fifth with my thumb. And then I could go like this, and it would look like, to a flatlander, just viewing it from this cross-section here, it would look like five independent circles are traveling around. Now, what if I kept putting my hand in? All of these circles would converge into a big circle as the top uh, of my hand onto my wrist. Uh, and that circle would shrink a little bit as it got to my wrist, right? So all these objects, these physical objects, two-dimensional physical objects, would come together into one object. Now, if I pulled my hand out, what would that look like? The same thing in reverse. This, this, this circle object thing that's moving around would break off into five separate smaller circles and then those circles one by one would just disappear as i'm pulling my hand out no technology required uh no energy really required it's just an extra dimensional object i.e my hand entering into lower dimensional space so we should expect that same thing to happen if a higher dimensional object entered our space except for us it wouldn't be two-dimensional it'd be three-dimensional so we, w we wouldn't see circles, we would see spheres. And it wouldn't look like these spheres are connected to anything. But actually, they probably are. So that, that's what's going on with a lot of these UFO reports. And some of this stuff has been filmed, even. You know? and, and even if not, I would believe the eyewitnesses, because I don't believe they're all quantum physicists. I don't believe that they all of them and the abductees, they all have researched quantum physics and extra dimensions and know, uh, enough to know how to describe these things. Right. I mean, it, that, that would be impossible. So, someone would get something wrong along the way. Uh, and I, I haven't seen it. I've, I've, I've seen I've seen it in the obvious fake ones. I mean, there are people that lie. There are people that don't tell the truth. And, and you know, they're, those stories are pretty easy to pick apart. But in the legitimate ones, the ones that describe this stuff that they would have no knowledge of, uh, I mean, they're, they're, it adds validity to it. So the UFO alien abduction phenomena that's happening in, in, in our world, I believe that's demonic. That, that has nothing to do with aliens. It has nothing to do with, you know, spacecraft. They're, they're, they're using that as a shield. You know, they're, they're hiding behind that. They're, they're saying, they're, they're, they're the, the demons themselves, the, the evil entities themselves are lying and claiming that's what they are, but they're not. They're very well could be uh, the, there very well could be some race of gray aliens out there that have nothing to do with what's going on here on earth. They might not even be aware that we're here, but spiritual entities would know about them. And maybe they're taking on their appearance. They're taking on their likeness. These demons are taking on the likeness of these things that might exist might, might not even be, you know, might have nothing to do with us. Never been to earth. Don't even know earth is here. Uh, they might take on those appearance, appearances and, and scare us with it. Because, again, the enemy doesn't have an original idea. You know, the enemy doesn't just create, create things. They, they, they can't. Uh, they, they take creations of God and pervert them. I would not be surprised if there is a planet out there full of gray little aliens, gray little bald aliens with dark eyes that 
they have no knowledge of Earth or humanity, and they're not technologically superior. They're just living their lives like we're living ours. They have nothing to do with us. Why are we seeing them? Because these, these spirits are taking on their appearance. These familiar spirits are taking on their appearance. You know, I, I saw a similar thing when I used to deal with sleep paralysis a lot. Uh, and many of you, if you've dealt with sleep paralysis, you may have had this happen to you. Uh, but there would be times that I would be demonically attacked. I mean, there would be a demon in the room physically attacking me, but it would look like a friend of mine or a family member. They, they have this way of taking on the appearance of other people and other things for some reason. And again, it's because they don't have an original thought. They're trying to t deceive and confuse you. Uh, so it would not surprise me if all these alien races are actually real and out there, but they just don't have anything to do with us. And these demons, these fallen angels, are transforming their appearance to look like those things. Now, what, what would happen if we ever did discover life? If we ever did discover a planet of gray aliens, you know, what, what, would, what would happen? We would think they were responsible for all the stuff going on here. What, what if the same thing is happening in the other direction? What, what, and now we're really going off on a rabbit trail, but what, what, what if these same demons, these same fallen angels are posing as us and attacking those guys, trying to, you know, trying to start a war, a literal war of the worlds here? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know really how far we can take that. Of course, all of this is just pure speculation. This is just kind of my science fiction brain running a mile a minute. But um, I don't believe there's any real evidence to suggest that there's, you know, anything out, anything out there. I know I said at the beginning, I, I believe there probably is, and I do, but belief and then evidence is different. There's no evidence to suggest that there's any life in the universe except on Earth. There's, there's no evidence of that. I believe there probably is life out there, but there's no evidence. I, I fully recognize there's zero evidence to support that. Um, so, so as, as far as right now, it's just got to remain in the realm of belief. And then, you know, because of that, we can kind of speculate, but, but we have to be careful. Uh, we, we have to be able to draw clear distinctions between, you know, opinion and fact. So like this whole grand scenario about, you know, demons spurring on a war of the worlds, you know, that would probably make a, uh, an interesting uh, science fiction novel. But uh, there, it, there's no evidence to really suggest that that's actually happening. It's just interest, an interesting way of thinking about it. Now, this, this also brings on the question, well, if they're aliens, how do they fit into the plan of salvation? And the short answer is they don't. Um, they're, they're not humans. They're not made in the image of God. Uh, they... they they, it, do, it doesn't mean that they would just be worthless and it doesn't mean that they wouldn't be, you know, above the animals, you know, even if they had intelligence and consciousness and uh, society and culture and all of that stuff. But they, they just, they wouldn't be within our plan of salvation. You know, being made in the image of God is more of a status than it is a quality. It's not a quality that you have, or it's not a quality that you can develop. You either are or you aren't, and human beings are. Animals aren't. You know, so like monkeys are not made in the image of God. So it can't be physical description because we human beings and monkeys look very similar. Two arms, two legs, a head. You know, we have hair on our bodies. We, we, we look very similar. It can't be intelligence. There, there, there are people in vegetative states who don't have intelligence anymore. So did they lose their image of God quality? It can't be that. Um, it, it can't be self-awareness. 
You know, a baby in the womb is not self-aware. Really, even a one-year-old isn't really self-aware, not in the way that we are. My, my memory, well, most people's memories don't start until they're about three years old. Uh, mine personally don't start until I was like 12 years old, but that's because of a whole bunch of trauma and stuff. But, um, but besides that, uh, you know, so, so that, that would be a quality that develops over time. So it can't be that. What is the image of God? The image of God is a status that we are put on this earth to take care of the earth as God would if he were here. Uh, and if you want more information on that, you can look uh, into Dr. Michael Heiser and then just look up image of God or made in the image of God, Dr. Michael Heiser. He's got a wealth of information for free online that you can look into that. So it wouldn't be any of these qualities. So there could be life somewhere that possesses these qualities, intelligence, self-awareness, consciousness, uh, all of this stuff. But that would be outside of the plan of salvation. So what do they do to reconcile with God or to, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a problem they don't have to deal with. Maybe it is. Maybe there's a different plan for them. We're, we're just not told. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like the animals. They're outside of the plan of salvation. So we assume that they just kind of all go to heaven probably. Um, but we don't, we don't really, we don't really know. Uh, actually, there's a really good book on that called, uh, do our pets go to heaven? And I think the general consensus of that book uh, you can find it through Defender Publishing. Just go to skywatchtvstore.com if you want to if you want to pick it up. It's a good book. But the general consensus, I think, is if it's just some random animal that a person isn't attached to, then it dies, it's dead, it's gone. But if it's like a pet, if it's somebody that you brought into, essentially brought into the covenant, brought into the home, uh, and you know you you and your family, you're Christian, and you're, you're bringing you're bringing this animal into the home, that. It, it, that it would it, that that pet would be able to you know be in heaven with you or, or something. I, I'm I'm probably simplifying it too much um, because it is. I mean, there's a lot of information in that book, so you can check that out. But I think it would be similar to something like that. I, I just I there's no way to know what their plan of salvation is, if any. Really, there's no way to know if they're even out there. Uh, all the evidence so far suggests that it is a dead universe and we are one uh, one shining light in a sea of chaos. You know, it, it, that, that's, that, and that's bleak. If God doesn't exist, then that's bleak. But God does exist, so that's actually really beautiful in a way. You know, if God exists and we find our purpose in that, means that means that God is paying attention to us. We matter. Uh, what we do in life matters. If God doesn't exist and all the evidence suggests that the universe is empty, well, then what's the point of it all? You know, why, why, why are we even asking what's the point of anything? Why do we have this internal need to know what the purpose of things are, or what the point is, or the meaning? Maybe that's the, a better word to use, the meaning. So, you know, these are all really deep questions, theologically and philosophically. Uh, we do get into all of this in the day the earth stands still. Uh, again, skywatchtvstore.com if you want to pick that up. Um, but these, 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 are, these are questions that I have, and I think that these are conversations we as Christians sh should have. Because right now, Catholicism is dominating this debate. I mean, the Vatican is actively searching for extraterrestrial life. We might say, well, that's pointless and stupid. Well, then we, we're, not, we're not taking the time to even understand our own position to explain it to the world. It's not good enough to just say it's all demons. 
You know, it, it's, it's just not good enough. We've been doing that for decades now, and it hasn't worked. It hasn't been working. So we, we need to come up with we need to come up with something better. We need to come up with something that's a little bit more rooted in reality and in truth and in the Bible. You know, it was actually it used to be a pretty common uh, Christian belief um, at the very beginning of Christianity that there probably w- was life somewhere in the universe, but you know we have no way of knowing about it. We shouldn't dwell on it or focus on it. You know, I mean, there it's it's an interesting thing, but there's no way to know. And so we should focus on God instead. It doesn't mean that we can't talk about it. We should talk about it, but that should not be our focus. You know, um, our hope should not rely on finding life out in the universe. Uh, Our our hope should should rely on God. Uh, So it used to be a commonly accepted thing, but then uh, there were ancient atheists, basically, (laughs) that came up with these kind of straw men arguments like, well, wouldn't Jesus have to die on all of those planets for them all to be saved? That's ridiculous. And they would use that, the, these atheists who are antagonistic to Christianity would use those arguments. Uh, Thomas Paine was one of them uh, in, in Common Sense. Would, would use these arguments to show how stupid the Christians were for believing in life on other worlds. Uh, and then Christians just started adopting that for some reason. And, and we tend to do that when when Christians... Uh, get made fun of about something enough times we tend to want to be part of the you know the 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 cool club the initiated we want to be we want to be part of the popular group so we start making fun of other christians as well and then the tide shifts and and all of a sudden we're all on that side and that's where we are now and that position has not worked well for us since since that happened uh at all so um i i think it's it's you know if 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 Christians want to believe that it's all demons, then fine. But I'm not I'm not saying abandon your beliefs about it. But I would say be a little open minded to other positions, but also be able to have a conversation, uh, a respectful conversation, without getting angry uh, with somebody who disagrees with you. You know, learn learn some of the other points of view, and then teach your point of view to to, to others. You know, eventually the truth is going to work itself out. Uh, reality has a ten- has a way of uh, tending to to work itself out over over time. But if we're not even going to take part in the conversation, then uh, we that, that, then we're just allowing the, the the Catholics to dominate that conversation. We're just allowing the Catholics who want to baptize aliens and want to look to the aliens as our spiritual advisors. Um, that's what the Vatican is promoting. We're just allowing them to do that. While we're just over here saying, no, they're demons, no, they're demons, no, they're demons. And we're just saying that over and over again. We need, we need to have some, some, some more uh, nuanced arguments about this. Uh, okay. I want to know what you think. Leave me a comment in the comment section uh, below. And next we got to talk about this solar, this solar storm excuse me, that's capable of wiping out Earth's technology, how this is inevitable, uh, apparently. Before we do, though, I've got to tell you about... Coastline Kratom, uh, you can go to dailyrenegade.com or just click on the link in the description below. I take Kratom every day. Uh, I mean, think about this. Today, I have recorded three peck reports today uh, in one day. I, I never would have had the energy to do that before Kratom. Um, I, I deal with a bone disease called Trevor's disease. It causes great chronic pain. Um, I don't take 
opioids. I don't take narcotics. I don't take any of that. I used to. I used to be hopelessly addicted to them. Uh, but I don't take any of that anymore. I take Kratom. I'm clear-headed. Um, I, I have energy. My, my pain, it, it doesn't completely take away your pain. No, nothing's going to do that. Uh, not until we get our new bodies. Uh, you know, The resurrection will do that. But uh, it, it, it does absolutely dull it to the point where I can forget about it most of the time. Uh, I can function I can play with my kids. I'm not bedridden the way I used to be. It, it really has given me my life back. And even if you deal with a little bit of back pain or joint pain, arthritis, you know, co- common things, knee pain, a- any, anything like that, I believe that this can really help you. Um, so Coastline Kratom, you can click on the link in the description below. Now with Coastline, uh, you do have to set up a Zelle Pay account because they don't accept credit cards. But if you don't want to do that, and it, it, it's not a big deal. It only takes a second. It's easy. But if you don't want to do that, we do have another company, uh, uh, Tropic Health, where you can you can get Kratom from there too and CBD. That's also at DailyRenegade.com. It's also in the link in the description below uh, or just the top banner at Daily Renegade. I mentioned CBD, CBD Pure and CBD Pets. They are excellent. It is the the uh, purest, most organic, most uh, pesticide-free uh, CBD on the market today. They prove it by doing tests of every single batch through a third-party testing facility, so there's no bias. And then they put they put the results on the website, so it's really cool. You can you can actually see every batch is tested. It is they really live up to their name, CBD Pure. Uh, they make this for your pets as well. So if your pets are dealing with anxiety disorders or joint pain or or you know, that that can come about through old age or uh, injury or any any number of things, this can really really help. I take CBD Pure. Um, uh, uh, I, 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 it's, it, it's just, it's just excellent. But I, so I take CBD every day, every night before I go to bed, about an hour before I go to sleep, I sleep great. And I don't have to take as much Kratom the next day. I get a deep sleep. I get my vivid, the vivid dreams I used to have when I was a kid, I used to have really vivid dreams and my dreams kind of dulled as I became a teenager and an adult. And I, I started getting stressed out about different things. Just life in general kind of dulled my dreams and I would forget them really easily. Not anymore. I, I, I feel like I'm a kid again. Now uh, I go to, I go to sleep quickly. It's easy. Um, I have really good, vivid dreams. Uh, they don't alter your dreams or any, like they don't alter any of that. It, it, it restores what was lost basically. And, uh, I wake up feeling really refreshed. I don't feel groggy in the morning. So it's not like if you take sleep aid or something, you're, you're going to have a rough day the next day. It's not, it's not like that at all. I feel totally refreshed, energized, and ready to start the day. Uh, and that energy lasts throughout the day too. So it's, it's really good. Uh, CBD, pure CBD pets. You can get that at dailyrenegade.com or just click on the link in the description below. Um, and, uh, again, uh, our, the, the other company, uh, Tropic Health offers both of these things, uh, and they do accept a credit card. Uh, so does CBD pure and CBD pets. I believe that they accept credit cards as well. So if you need to do that, uh, that's totally fine. Also colloidal silver, uh, it's a great immune system booster. As I have heard, uh, I've heard a lot of anecdotal uh, evidence suggesting that this stuff is great. There was one time where I got really sick and I took colloidal silver and I felt like it made me feel better. Uh, so, so that's about as far as I can say with that. But also you can clean stuff with this. So the thing about a lot of household cleaners is it's filled with cancer causing uh, stuff, chemicals and things like that. You know, we've had to root out a lot of that stuff. Really, we got to root out all of that stuff because of uh, my five-year-old son, Nathan, uh, getting leukemia. Um, now his leukemia wasn't 
caused by that. It was it's a genetic thing. He was born with it, but we didn't find out about it till just recently. So we're we're dealing with that now. Uh, so, but now now we can just clean things with colloidal silver, and we don't even have to take the chance of him being exposed to some household cleaner or something that might make him make him make him sick. DailyRenegade.com or click on the link in the description below. Uh, I can show you our website real quick too. Uh, so, you know, th- this is where the ads are. Uh, we do have to get the CBD Pure, CBD Pets, and the uh, Coastline Kratom back up here. Um, but if you can't find it up here, it should be up by the time this airs. But if not, just go uh, click on the links in the description below. But we got a lot of great things here. We have many, many, many shows. See, all of these shows for members. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. I'm going somewhere with this. Also, um, there's merchandise available. You can get a Nephilim Hunter t-shirt, Daily Renegade mug. Uh, I want to show you the donate page because this is important. So uh, donate. It's just dailyrenegade.com slash donate. Easy. You can find that link in the description below, too. Here's my son, Nathan. Anything that gets donated right now through uh, through here, through through our through our daily renegade donation all of it goes to nathan and his medical expenses um we actually need to raise a hundred thousand dollars for 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 this and we're at about eleven thousand so we got a ways to go we would really appreciate any help that we can get uh and it really does make a big difference because he he needs he needs treatment uh this leukemia thing has has really thrown uh, you know, our whole family into a tailspin, but God is getting us through this and he's he, financially, uh, he's using you. Also, you guys through the fellowship and, and just all of that stuff too has been uh, amazing. So we really love you guys for that. Um, but anyway, so that's that daily renegade.com. Uh, that is where you should become a member. $10 a month or $100 a year. Get the yearly membership because then you get two months for free. And you don't have to think about it for a whole other year. Uh, so it's a it's a great deal. We are going to move into members only. Um, again, if you want to see the whole episode and find out what's going on with this solar storm, then go become a member and you can have access to the rest of this videos. Just log in, click on the members tab and find the episode there, the full episode. Uh, so for everybody else, please leave me a comment in the comment section below. Don't forget to subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. And until next time, take care and God bless.